right. This is Adrienne Barr. Thanks for joining me for another episode of I Was About to Say. And I am having so much fun this long weekend. I hope you are as well. Part of my fun is coming from Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. If you have not seen that movie, you have to watch it. Let's talk about it. So first things first, how and where to watch the film. Of course, you can catch it at a local theater. I think it's playing nationally now. Um, The theater experience is probably very entertaining for audience reactions to this one. So definitely take advantage of that if you can. If you are not close to a theater where it's playing, check out Peacock. Um, Peacock has the film streaming, so you can watch it from home. Now, here's the tip there. If you have a cable subscription, such as Xfinity or Comcast or another major carrier, you very likely have a subscription to Peacock Premium, and you just may not know it. Go to the website and check it out. I was pleasantly surprised to find that I actually already had a um, access to the premium content from Peacock with my Xfinity um, subscription. So definitely those are the two primary ways to watch. Check it out. This film is excellent. Sterling K. Brown and Regina Hall deliver Oscar-worthy performances. And I don't say that often um, because I actually don't see that many films that just rise to that level for me. I think it's the combination of the content, but it's also the ownership of the characters, their commitment to these people. They play Lee Curtis and Trinity Childs, the um, leaders of this troubled mega church, um, supposedly fictitious uh, mega church that we see in the film. They are committed to these performances and they are exactly what we need to see. Now, I don't know if everyone knows, but Honk for Jesus is actually based on a 15-minute short film that is equally powerful and arguably just as impactful. Um, I encourage everyone to go to YouTube and you can search it under Honk for Jesus um, short film, those all those words, and it will come up or you can Google and you'll find the link as well. The original um, short was produced by Adama and Adani Ebo under Issa Rae's production company. And arguably, like I said, it's just as impactful. And I'll tell you why. A couple of reasons for me. One, it's because the characters, the actors um, and actresses in the film are people we haven't seen before. So you don't go in with any preconceived adoration or attachment to them. They actually look like real church folks uh, every day that you see, you know, walking through any town, anywhere. And I think that's part of what makes the short work for me. The other is that the actress who plays the, the first lady is spot on. She has that naivete that, um, that actually doesn't play into her complicity, into his behavior, as much as we see when it is drawn out into a full-length film. 
So I think it's really nice and really cool to watch them both and um, see, see the different nuances and see what you think. But with that said, you can't lose. Now it's Sunday and the church folk are up in arms. People are polarized about this film and I certainly didn't expect that, but they are polarized. You have people who are calling it sacrilegious, that it is a mockery of God, and you just can't watch this film. They hate it. And then there are people like myself who love it, love, 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 because it is so accurate. I think for the people who are so up in arms, it's those people who can't separate their faith from the human being in the pulpit who may or may not be the very evil that they're so afraid of in the rest of the world. And that's where the rub comes in. And that's where this film really is at its best. So to be clear, this is not a family film. This is not a family, a film to which I would take young children. Absolutely not. Um, I do think it is one where groups of adults would certainly um, enjoy watching, especially if you're someone who does come from a church background like myself or someone who, you know, really does have a strong faith in your creator and some healthy distance with people in pulpits. Um, it's not, this church is not, this movie is not anti-church. It is not anti pastor, and it certainly isn't anti-religion. It isn't. It is about the spiritual rot and hypocrisy that we see in far too many congregations and pulpits today that is pushing people away from the church. There are certain things you'll hear pastors rant on and on about, you know, as far as, you know, millennials and others not wanting to go to church. But this is one of those areas that you're, I, you're not going to hear a sermon that's based on honk for Jesus. You'll hear them talk about prosperity gospel, and which is one of the elements that um, this film hits on very, one, very well. But they're not going to talk about that sexual impropriety. And that is probably one of the top three reasons, if not the top reason, a lot of people are burned on churches. Look, we know we've all watched for years and on the Protestant side, we've sat back and watched the Catholic church and oohed and odd and, you know, and just, you know, waved our fingers at the child sex abuse cases in the Catholic church. And rightfully so, no one has the right to prey on children or anyone else. But you know what? The same thing happens in a Baptist church, in an evangelical church, in anything that is under the guise of religion, just like any other organization. The difference is the Protestant churches, including the Baptist um, and the evangelicals and the rest, they've been really slow to hold their leaders accountable. And that's problematic. And that is where... I think, again, some of the rub is coming from with people who are so angry at this film and claiming they don't understand it. This movie is as clear and, and, and white and black cut as it can be on this particular issue. So I'm not going to go into all the details about the plot, because if you haven't seen it, I want you to watch both that 
that short film as well as the full film. But you can tell from the trailers that it's obviously about something sexual with the pastor that caused the demise of his church and of his 25,000 member church. So that gets me to another um, issue with this one, or not an issue with the movie, but an issue with the reactions to the movie. I think this movie is, it really should come with some sort of trigger warning because I think a lot of people were not prepared for it to deal with the content of molestation and of sexual improprieties with young men in churches, especially in a black church. That's a very sensitive taboo in all churches, but especially black churches. And I tell you what, black churches are just beginning in the last five to 10 years. And I can, I can probably say the churches that I attend are very inclusive of LGBTQIA communities. That is not the case still with many churches. And whenever there is the conversation around gay, especially um, same-sex relationships, it becomes a very weird one in some congregations. Now, in this film, this pastor is obviously bisexual because he is actively engaged with his wife but he has a predilection for young vulnerable men as well. And we, once you see the film, there's that sex scene that is very interesting in the movie, a very interesting sex scene. But, and, and that's also why I say it's not appropriate for kids, but I do think that is something that has to be discussed because people are up in arms. They're ready to get rid of a pastor because it's same sex. But you know what? These same things have been happening to young, vulnerable women in churches since the beginning of time. And they happen every day, probably today in many churches as well. Many churches will blame the victim. Oh, she was fast. Oh, you know, she must have been tempting him. Or, you know, all of these crazy narratives that remove responsibility and accountability from the grown man who's supposed to be a spiritual leader. And that's where I think a lot of people are really uncomfortable. They don't want to hold pastors accountable. Now, here's one caveat I'm going to say. Even though I say this is not a film for children, I do hope anyone who has a child has had those conversations and has a close enough relationship with their children that their child will tell them whether it's a teacher, a doctor, a nurse, or a pastor, if there has been any inappropriate conversation, touching, or anything else when it first starts. And if you are a parent or a caregiver, don't assume that the child is lying. Never assume that child is lying. You need to carefully interrogate and investigate what is happening because nine times out of 10, there's something the adult is doing and not the child. Sometimes there are false allegations, but usually they are not false allegations and children should be believed. So 
as this film goes on, yes, there are a lot of funny moments in it, but this is a dark comedy dealing with triggering content. Um, and I think if anything, the trailers may soft tap the triggering parts. And I think that's where some people um, were definitely not prepared for what um, transpired through the course of the film. Um, yes, it is hilarious. The hypocrisy is hilarious from the Bugattis and the $2,000 hats that the first lady wears and, you know, and all of the performance that you see from this couple that is more concerned with how they appear to be on their spiritual walk and not how they're actually conducting themselves. And I think that is something that we as parishioners, if you are a person of faith, um, it's something that you need to sit back and think about. It's something I sit back and think about. You know, what if we had a leak? What if I had a leak Curtis in my church? What if you've had one in yours? Does your church even have a mechanism to deal with it? Or does Lee Curtis make all the decisions? Um, is there a way that you have that check and balance? And does your church have the courage to put that person aside if they are causing spiritual harm to congregations? Now, many assume that this film is based on Eddie Long, as, as I mentioned. Um, but Eddie Long's church did not close. It did not disintegrate down to the level of the child's church. Nope, not at all. There was that spirit of, oh, we all fall short. We'll all, you know, just forgive this. And people continued to go to that church and even replaced him with someone with a similar background. Just didn't happen to be with men, but similar predatory behavior with young women. And that is what we're struggling with. And that's the conversation that I think needs to be had. If I was a pastor, I would, I would actually take either take the congregation or I would stream this church, this film for a private viewing and discussion at my church. But I think there are too many pastors out there squirming because they may recognize themselves. It's easy to say I'm not a prosperity gospel person. It's not so easy to look at, hold the mirror up to themselves at some of the other important issues leading up to and including this pastor's sexual inappropriate and what should be criminal behavior toward parishioners. Many people treat pastors as counselors, as um, spiritual guides. I honestly believe that pastors should be held to the same accountability as a therapist or a social worker or anyone else because they meet people at that same vulnerable place. We like to say church is where sick people go to get healed. Um, and there are lots of people struggling with grief, struggling with domestic violence, struggling with childhoods and histories of sexual abuse, physical abuse, struggling with, you know, all kinds of losses. And they're at their weakest points. And for some in pulpits to pray on them is absolute, that's sacrilegious. 
you want to talk about sacrilegious, that's evil. That's evil incarnate. Now, when you see the way this film deals with that evil, I love it. I'm not a big Jordan Peele fan, but I love his touches on this particular film because as you're thinking, you know, oh, you know, it's not that bad. And I love the way the film purposely doesn't tell you what happened at the very beginning. It kind of drips it out. And I think that's a great storytelling device because it's important to see how we got to where we are. Um, and to see, you know, oh, they seem like, you know, pretty decent people. Yes, they're a little eccentric, but that's the mask they're wearing. And as the film goes on, you get these lightning bolts that gradually shatter that mask. And you get to see the monster that both of them are behind that facade. In some of our churches today, and I want to reiterate this, this is not necessarily a black church. It could be a white church, a Latino church, any church. Um, you would, I'm sure people have seen these characters, but when you take that mask away, do you really have someone who is doing their best to walk the walk of faith? Or is this a performance? There are some people I've seen who have commented they're angry because the pastor curses in the film. I don't know how to tell them, but most of these people have probably, especially in mega churches, they don't really know their pastors. They only know that person they see on Sunday mornings. Your pastor probably curses people out worse than you do. Your pastor can probably drink you under the table with hard liquor. Your pastor probably has a lot of the same issues that you have, and some even times 10. It's a, it's a sad place when the parishioners may actually be following the walk even more so than the person who is the orator at the front of the audience every Sunday. And I think that's something that people really are struggling with as they're, you know, saying these things about, you know, well, that wouldn't be my pastor. Don't be so sure. And if it was, what would you do? How would you respond? So kudos again to the entire crew and the actors in this film, because they got it right. They have us talking and they have us thinking, even if these are uncomfortable conversations about something that is so central to many of our lives, our faith, and the people who we put in charge of guiding our faith through those pulpits. I'd love to know what you're thinking. Um, I'll just keep watching the comments online. Have a good one till next time.